0: Project management systems are on the menu today. We're going to provide you with some insights to help you decide what's the best project management platform for you. Come on inside. It's time for the Growth Strategies Cafe podcast designed specifically for female online business owners. I'm your host, Teresa Cleveland, and I believe we can all make a difference in that having a successful online business is one of the best ways to do that. Let's be real though, growing an online business isn't always easy, it definitely doesn't look sexy all the time, and it's one of the most fulfilling endeavors you can take on. There are no secrets to building a successful business, there's just the stuff you don't know yet, and we'll be talking about it all here in the cafe. Whether you're on your way to six figures or beginning on, you are in the right place. So grab your favorite beverage and pull up a chair. Let's get to it. Hey, hey, welcome to the Growth Strategies Cafe podcast. I am thrilled that you're here today. As always, my goal is to provide you with the tools to succeed. And I believe choosing and using a project management system is one of the best decisions you can make in your business. You probably already know that. And you may be thinking, well, that's all well and good, Teresa. But good Lord, do you know how many project management tools there are out there? Well, I don't know exactly how many, but I'll tell you this. I did some research and these are just some of the results from a Google search. And Pinterest, oh my, that's a whole other can of worms because there are tons over there as well. So on the Google search, here are a few of the things that came up. Captera has a top 10 list that includes like four that I've never even heard of. Someone else touted 20. There was another article with 42 and yet another one with 54. And guess what? They all say that it's the best project management software list. So then I Googled what is the best project management tool, and I met with some of the same results, plus even more. Well, holy cow, that's overwhelming AF, am I right? How the heck are we supposed to choose one? Here's a quick note on how not to. Don't go into a Facebook group and just go with the popular vote. When we go into these Facebook groups and ask questions like, hey, what's the best project management system? Or hey, what project management system are you using? You can plan on getting a variety of answers. Here's the thing. There's no criteria there. And that's my advice on any service or product that you're thinking about using, program, course, anything like that. So when I was thinking about this, I thought, well, if I didn't know what I know about project management tools, who would I ask? Who would be the best people that would probably give me the greatest insights? And I thought, oh my gosh, it would be project managers and director of operations, people who are running businesses and are generally using these tools on a day-to-day basis. And that's how this episode came to be. I'll tell you more about that in just a few minutes, but first let's talk about what a project management tool is anyway. In the simplest terms, it's a software that's going to help you plan, manage, optimize, and refine your processes across your business throughout your company. Of course, the next question is probably like, well, why do I need one? And that's a great question. I would ask then how you're currently managing all of the parts and pieces in your business. And I'm often told at this point something along the lines of, well, I'm a one woman show. I do everything myself. So I just keep it in my head or in a spreadsheet or in my notebook or planner. And that's sometimes even when there is maybe one other team member, like a virtual assistant, a lot of times then they're using a spreadsheet because at least it's you know documented and in a place that they can both see it and of course my next question after that is how's that working out for you like for real and the answer many times is well pretty good actually well I guess and I'm like great so nothing's falling through the cracks and you're getting everything done on time your mental to-do list doesn't keep you up at night and then it's like well So then, of course, I ask, like, if you've ever considered using a project management tool, and the answer typically is, well, it just seems unnecessary and like overkill to even think about using one, or, oh my gosh, I wouldn't even know where to start. And those are just a couple of common misconceptions about project management tools. So I'm going to share with you some of the best reasons to get started with a project management tool, the sooner the better. First up, free up some brain space, like seriously, especially if you're a one woman show, get everything out of your head. You're not only going to free up the space that all the things are taking up. You're going to be able to let go of the fear of forgetting something and the guilt of for the things that you actually did forget. Another great benefit, that song comes to mind, you know, I can see clearly now, you'll be able to see the gaps. Once you begin adding the task that it takes to complete a project or an activity in your business, you're gonna be able to easily identify or spot any gaps in what you're doing, which leads to better processes. When everything's out of your head, you're gonna be able to fill in those gaps and you'll be able to see where things can be improved. And that's for the short and the long term, you can make plans based on what you're able to see once it's all out there. And how about better onboarding? Anybody? That's for new clients and new team members. So now that you've refined some of your processes, onboarding can be a breeze. New clients are going to be able to all have the same experience. Nothing's going to be left out or fall through the cracks. You will have been able to nail down exactly what you want that customer to experience. And when it comes to bringing on a new team member, because you've done some of this pre planning, because you've got some of this in your project management system, it's going to be so much easier to know exactly what you want them to do and help train them to be able to support you in the areas that make the most sense for you and your business. And I'll just finish up with this one today. Definitely not the only benefits, but I'll just finish up with this one today, growth opportunities. As you become more proficient with your project management skills, you'll be able to forecast, things like time, cost, profitability. Oh my goodness, just imagine what that means for your business and your sanity. Now, if you had not considered any of these benefits, you're not alone. According to Hive, KPMG research shows that only 58% of organizations understand the value of project management software. Here's another cool stat for those who like the numbers. According to Pricewaterhouse, 77% of high-performing projects use project management software. It really is such an incredible tool to add to your business foundation. I don't think you can go wrong. The key is to start where you are. So, Back to how are you supposed to choose one? As I was doing my research and this is my bad, I did not write down my resource here, but 73% of businesses cite that reliability, ease of use and ease of integration are their top 3 requirements when they choose a project management software. So yes, you want it to work, you want to know that it's been there and that it's going to continue to be there. You want it to be easy to use, have tutorials and support so that it's easy for you to use and you don't want to have to jump through a bunch of hoops to integrate it in your business. So here's the deal. Today, I'm chatting with some of my operations pals about the top four project management platforms that I see used by successful online businesses. Something interesting to note is that all four of these women are successful business owners and they all use a different platform. They're sharing their insights and their experience with each particular platform. And I think that this just goes to that thing where sometimes we say tongue in cheek, what's best project management tool? The one that you're actually going to use. So I've got all four of them lined up alphabetically, and they run 15 to about 20 minutes, maybe just a tad over each, plus a short bio about each person. So I know it's a lot to take in. I would suggest bookmarking the page with the show notes so that you can listen to each segment at your convenience. And the start times for each segment are listed, as well as the contact info for each guest if you have more questions. If you need help deciding amongst them or any others or, you know, where to start or anything else, reach out to me or any one of my guests. We all want you to succeed. I fully believe that utilizing a project management tool sooner than later will put you on a cleaner path to achieving your success. And I trust that these brilliant women will help you get clearer and closer to choosing one. Let's get to it. First up, we've got Catherine Kalmies, who is a Certified Director of Operations, who helps online businesses run more efficiently through operational planning and team leadership. She believes that by making plans, responsibilities, and deadlines clear, teams can be empowered to deliver great results, and her goal is for you to be able to accomplish more in less time so that you can scale your business to the next level. She also holds a certificate from the National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals in Workplace Productivity. And she's an Asana certified pro. So who better to start this off with as we talk about Asana? Catherine, thanks so much for being here today. I'm so happy that you're here to talk about Asana. Hi, Teresa. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I had to for this episode with all four different segments, I had to bring people in because my brain doesn't work like some of these programs do and that's what I want everybody to know it doesn't matter like there's one out there that will fit you. Let's get into well first
1: of all tell us why you like Asana. I am kind of biased because I am an Asana certified pro so Asana was kind of just the first project management tool that was presented to me and after I had been using Trello for a long time which I would not recommend as a project management tool and so once I got into it it just worked really well with my brain so then I started taking the classes and got certified so that I can be able to help others with Asana.
0: And what do you see as like, who do you, what level of business do you think it's the best fit for or not a good fit for?
1: Can you outgrow Asana? So no, I definitely feel like Asana can grow with your business. Starting out with the free plan is really great option. You could have a seven figure business with the free plan and it would work for you. There are other tiers. There's business um, and premium. Typically my clients only go up to the premium. There's not even a need for the business level for them.
0: All right. So from startup to seven figures, Asana is good to go if it works the way you if it works with your brain. For sure. How does it change the way that people do business? I mean, project management systems in general, obviously change people's businesses and helping them be more organized. What do you think are Asana's like strong suits, like the top three features?
1: I definitely think that integrations is a huge number one, the number of integrations that you can do even on the free plan can make a huge difference in your business by using zaps and maybe a time tracker. Really, you can have thousands of different options to be able to run your business. A second favorite feature is the my tasks feature so that you don't have to be overwhelmed by looking at every single person's task in your business. You log in, your team members can log in and just look at what tasks they are specifically assigned and they can sort it and filter it in any way that they want. So that's my third favorite feature is the filters. The level of filters that you can do and um, moving around the tabs, my favorite thing, personalize it for yourself and what works for you and your business.
0: Great. So let's talk about for people who are just looking into some of these platforms, talk about integrations. What I- What is an integration?
1: Integration is when you want to be able to connect two tools together. My clients like to attach um, or integrate their cart software with Asana so that Every time a new purchase is made for or they get a new client, then they have a template that they have inside of Asana and a zap connects the two between their cart and Asana so that then the new purchase or the new student shows up in their Asana and they can be able to apply that template to the student and their team members can get to work on that
0: client. So onboarding them. Yeah. So Zap, let's let's tell everybody what a Zap is because I, in the beginning, I was just like, what the hell is a Zap?
1: (laughs) So it's a, you use a tool called Uh, Zapier. Some people call it Zapier. And that's the tool that connects the two. So Zapier is a integration tool. So you just go into their website and you can be able to say, I have Thrivecart as my cart software, I have Asana as my project management tool, how can I connect these two and it gives you a bunch of options and you just connect them. Thank you, because I
0: think there are so many times I hear people, especially before they get to this level of business who are like, Oh my gosh, if only this would do that right? And I do love that there is that functionality out there. My rule of thumb is typically if I can do it without a zap, do it without this app, you know, because a lot of people then I see are so zap crazy that they just have zaps for things that there are organic integrations for. So within whatever tool it is, and then, you know, I think with anything, when you're connecting things, if something breaks, you don't know until you know, <laughs> <laughs> right. So sometimes I've just signed up for things, a lead magnet, whatever, a webinar, and then nothing happens. So there's that breakdown. And, you know, that's usually an organic thing, but there's that breakdown that somewhere in your systems. Would you recommend having somebody just like check your Zaps, like overall in business, check your
1: Zaps like on a monthly, quarterly basis? For sure. So you can actually go in Zapier and there's a Zap history tab and you can look at all of the runs. And if it's got a stop sign, it means that it stopped. And so you can just click and see what actually happened, why it stopped. And once you fix it, it lets you replay that zap for that particular one. So I would definitely recommend having someone, I do it for my clients weekly, going in and making sure all the zaps ran.
0: Great. I think weekly is definitely the way you want to go. But I know a lot of people, even with blog posts and things like that, they're like, you know, especially when they're starting out, like I just want to do this monthly. But I think this is really, really important. (laughs) So weekly is great. So you mentioned the free version and then the different levels. What is
1: the difference between the premium and the free on the free plan? Like I said, you can have all the integrations and up to 15 team members on the free plan. The biggest difference between free and premium is that those number of seats that you can have in your team, but then also timelines is my favorite feature in the premium. And what timelines is, is that once you have everyone's tasks inside of Asana with their due dates, you can then be able to say, hey, this task is dependent on this task being done. And so connecting the two, so that the second one, if the first person doesn't get it done on time, the second person's will adjust saying, hey, your task is connected to this other team member's task. Also, it helps with planning because whoever's setting up the project has a special view that they can look at and actually see the timeline, see the chain of events happening and see it on a calendar. So that's really the only thing that I have seen clients upgrade for um, to premium. And like I said, so much you can do just in the free version.
0: Okay, and then when you're talking about the, you know, seeing that timeline, that sounds to me like a view, right? Does it have, can you talk about the different views that it has? Because sometimes, especially as either the business owner or the project manager, or, you know, the online business manager, the director of operations, whoever
1: is overseeing that, they need to see things in different ways. This was actually one of the reasons that I switched from Trello to Asana was they had a similar view. They call it board view that looks just the same that Trello does. But there's also calendar view and task view. So if you want it to be like a to-do list, it's task view.
0: Okay, which is really helpful. I know even for me, my director of operations, she takes care of all that stuff. But if I need to pop in, it's just nice to be able to see things in different ways. What about templates? I know everybody loves a good template because you can always adjust them, but it gives you, especially again, for those people who are just starting out and
1: looking into these things, it's nice to have templates to at least guide you. There is a whole site full of templates and you can find them at asana.com slash templates. The areas that I grab from the most on that site are, there's a whole list of templates for operations, for marketing and for customer success.
0: Nice. So what about within? I know in Teamwork, we can create
1: templates from things that we do. Uh, does Asana do that as well? Yep. Yeah. When you're creating a project, it asks you if you want it to just be a project or if you want it to be a template. Wonderful. And that
0: is that available in the free version? Yes, it is. What about training? You know, a lot of people, like even when you've been in for a, in it for a while, there are things I was just in teamwork the other day as I'm weighing, you know, do I want to go to ClickUp or not? I'm just looking for, you know, different questions and training and videos and things like that. What is Asana's tra- level of training like and
1: customer support? How's that? So Asana has... Again, a whole guide for customers that they can find at asana.com slash guide. You can choose to watch tutorials or even take a course if you wanted. Also, customer support is super helpful and you can always search and post questions in their discussion forum also or reach out to an Asana certified pro like myself. All right. So just going back
0: to the free and the paid versions for a minute, you said that a lot of clients will upgrade if they want that timeline. Is there, when should somebody actually consider going to the paid version? I'd
1: recommend someone going to the paid version only if they really see the need for it. You are paying by month with the number of seats that you have. So you're paying per seat or team member. So unless it's a huge thing that you need, then I don't really recommend it. Like I said, most of my clients are on the free version because that's all that they really need.
0: Let's talk about standard operating procedures, SOPs for a minute, because I, you know, I've heard both camps on this. When uh, people create those, a lot of people will store them in their project management system, which I don't recommend, like let them live on your OneDrive, Google Drive, wherever, and just provide links
1: to it. How do you set up SOPs, Standard Operating Procedures in Asana. So I'm also in that camp of the, I think your SOPs should not be inside your project management tool. They should be in a Google Drive. They are digital files. They should be always changing. One thing that I do recommend having inside of Asana, since it is, um, you can make it a project, is any important links. So I would put inside of Asana, the important links project, and then add a link to your Google Drive where your SOPs are stored.
0: All right. And that's what I say too, especially if you're onboarding a new team member, just put the link to the SOP so that it's easy for them to get to. Somebody had asked uh, not too long ago, well, why not have one in both? places and it's like oh my gosh what happens when one doesn't get updated or and then somebody's working out of the project management system and somebody's working out of the drive and it's it's a mess. Exactly. So (laughs) definitely you don't want them to live in both places. So you mentioned that you're an Asana certified pro. So three things here. What does that mean? How do people work with you and who
1: is your ideal client or person that you want to work with? To become an Asana certified pro I had to complete their certified pro course. So they have a site where all of the certified pros have to go through this course. It's a certain number of hours of training that we watch all of the videos of everything that Asana can possibly do for any business. We're then listed on the Asana website so that anybody who wants to add Asana to their business, this is not just in the online space. This is absolutely any business that wants to use Asana can contact us and set up a time with us. Each Asana certified pro is going to work with a different type of business and do different things inside of Asana. Some will do new setups, some help with specifically integrations. For myself, I work with primarily online business coaches. So I do offer a director of operations for a day where I do an Asana setup. If you have never used Asana before, get your team, all of their tasks, set up in Asana. And I will train your team on how to actually use Asana.
0: Nice. I, I can see how valuable that would be. Because even as I'm, you know, checking out a few others, you know, ClickUp and a few others, it's getting in there. And oh my god, ClickUp is so overwhelming, right? And it's where do I even start? Fortunately, we have plenty of people who will help with that. So I think it's extremely valuable to have someone like you that can just come in and help guide that, right? It's like anything else, you could read all the instructions, you could watch all the, videos and everything else. But why spend all your time doing that when it's not your area of expertise and you could really be out making money? Exactly. (laughs) All right, Catherine. Well, thank you so much for taking time today. We'll go ahead and put all of your information in the show notes so people can reach out to you if they're interested in hiring someone, obviously, but also, you know, just to book a call and find out if this is right for them and what they can expect from it. Sounds good. Next up is Kristen Westcott, who is always up for a conversation about ClickUp. She's a business growth and system strategist who has spent the last decade in the legal and educational field, supporting leaders and students in the areas of goal setting, productivity, and project management. These days, she spends her time helping online coaches, copywriters, and course creators scale without the frustration that massive growth often brings. So let's talk ClickUp. Hey, Kristen, thanks so much for joining me for this discussion about ClickUp. I love that we've got four different people talking about four different things that they love. So welcome, welcome.
2: Thank you, thank you. You know, I love talking about ClickUp. That's
0: true. I said I was asking you something. You said, "Let's talk ClickUp." <laughs> so, let's do that. So, first off, tell us what you love about it. Like, how has it changed your business?
2: Okay. Well, let's start with how it changed my business. One of the things when I started my business, as a most of us start off as a solopreneur, And, you know, you're doing everything yourself. And then all of a sudden I brought in my wonderful virtual assistant, Lisa, who is absolutely amazing. And still I was struggling with how, you know, what needed to be done when and what have you, right? Like it was absolutely not to do with Lisa at all. What I was doing was I was assigning her a bunch of things in Slack and I had done several different channels. So I thought, okay, everything is organized by channel. This is for this and this is for that. And so I thought by putting all the things in there, we could have back and forth conversations that it would kind of really be great because it was just the two of us. And I learned really quickly (laughs) that Slack is great for communication, but really not great for project management. And so things were kind of getting dropped. And like I said, it was absolutely not her fault at all. I take 100% ownership on that. And so I realized we really did need a better system to track all of this kind of stuff. And that's when I tried a few other ones and landed on ClickUp because of the different capabilities it had to manage different types of projects and different parts of my business. So I didn't need to have several different systems that we had to be in throughout the day, I could put everything in ClickUp. And then between Lisa and I, we we just had to go to ClickUp for all of the different details and the pieces and the components and the questions that we might have for each other.
0: Absolutely. We need somewhere where those things don't fall through the cracks. Now, I do want to touch on this. You said that you had tried some other ones because things different things work for different people. So, I really, what did you try and why didn't that work for you?
2: I tried Asana, and Asana was a great starting point for tracking the day-to-day things. But what it was lacking was the different views and capabilities that I was looking for. You know, Asana has calendar view, board view, and list view, but it didn't have some of the other things I was looking at. So, for example, in ClickUp, you you can have a workload view. So you can start to see how many hours you've assigned out to your assistant. And so I was trying to keep my assistant at 10 hours a week, right? Remember, this was the first person I'd hired on. And you know, I had limited funds to be able to run my business. And I was able to then see the hours I had assigned her and whether or not I'd assigned her more than 10 hours of work to do in a week. And then I could make some decisions about what to remove from her plate, what to bump around and what to kind of prioritize as her kind of backup tasks if she completed something a little bit faster than what I had estimated. Asana didn't have that capability. They didn't have the ability for me to see the workload on the tasks that I'd assigned. And ClickUp also has a table view, which functions very similarly to Airtable. And I didn't get that view in Asana. So I was having to jump between Airtable and Asana for different kinds of things. And instead, I could migrate that over to ClickUp and be able to have all of those different views taking place in one particular system. And then for those of you who are familiar with the project management space, you can use Gantt charts or timeline charts, which I, you know, my prior job, I I worked in a university. And that's how we we viewed a lot of our projects was through the Gantt chart view. And so that was something I wasn't able to get in Asana either. And so for me to project manage out a launch, or for me to just kind of like picture out the timelines of when these things are happening and what tasks need to overlap. That's also a view that I was I really loved. And I think one of the best parts about this is that I could set it up as one particular view and still toggle between all of those other views Where some project manager platforms, even if they let you have different views, the way you set it up is the way you have to view it and the way everybody on your team has to view that particular project. Whereas ClickUp will allow anybody working on that project to view it in whatever view makes most sense to their brain. So if I work with clients who are creatives, they can keep things in board view, which is very much like Trello, right? Where you have the columns and then the different cards Where someone like me who's more left brained I can move that to a list view or something else. And so it really works that everybody on the team can find the view that works best for them to be able to do the tasks that they need to for the day.
0: That is great to have that that flexibility. I know for me with teamwork, that has been the thing because even as we had clients in there, we were able to just create the boards for them, right? And it worked for where I where I've been for the last few years. So I think this is uh, I was talking with our friend Kelly Reynolds over at Reynolds OBM this morning. And we were talking about how it's just so like find the one that fits your brain. And I really do like that ClickUp has that functionality. I didn't I knew it had some of those different views, but I I have not heard it explained like you just explained it. So that's really helpful because, you know, I have been with ClickUp. I have just been like, oh, hell no. It is just too much. I don't even know where to start. And that, as I mentioned to Kelly this morning, has changed a bit. I may be moving to ClickUp, which I know you were just like, what?
2: I know you've been like diehard teamwork since I have known you. Even when I was getting started, I'm like, Teresa, should I look into teamwork? I'm with Asana, and you were trying to convince me to do teamwork. And then I found Clickup. I'm like, nope. Sorry, Teresa, and teamwork. (laughs) Right. I'm going with Clickup.
0: Well, and I, so I think that's really it. I think, you know, if you try one, just don't be anti project management. It's like find the one that fits your brain. And that's what teamwork did for me. It was just like this big sigh of relief. Like my brain didn't hurt thinking about it. And I couldn't have run my business without it over the last, what? I've been using teamwork for three or four years now. So which one's the best one? The one that you'll use, exactly. right? 100 So with ClickUp, there are some things that I'm looking at that I may end up making that shift more on that at a later date. When it comes to ClickUp, what level of business do you think it's a good fit for or not a good fit for?
2: This is a great question. I think ClickUp can be used for everything from a, a beginner startup business to a multi seven figure business owner. The caveat there is, as with all systems, you don't need to worry about maximizing the use of all of their features if you're not there yet. So if you are a beginner, (laughs) just get started with tracking your daily tasks or doing your quarterly planning in there or launching your first product or whatever it is, just create things for that thing. And don't worry about automations and all the other features that you can have with ClickUp, just get started and start using it. And so I think Teresa, this is one of the things you were like so overwhelmed with all the things that ClickUp could do. And it is and it's a great it's great to have that variety, but also it can be a turn off for some people because they get very quickly overwhelmed. And so, my caveat there is know what it is you want that system to do for you? Why are you moving to a project management system? What is your your priority or your number one goal? What is it you're really looking to get organized? And just start with that and just do that and get really good at that and find your process and dial that in. And then as your business grows, or you take on a new project, or you start up a podcast or something like that, then you can start to look and say, okay, what are the capabilities of this system that I might be able to now tackle this particular project in that system as well?
0: Yes. And I think it's really important when you do a little pre-planning, then it makes it a lot easier to know where to start and what to do. So what are your top three favorite features?
2: That's hard to pick. Okay, for sure. I love the tray functionality in ClickUp. And so what that does is when you open up your task for the day, right, you go in and you see, okay, I have these three things I have to do, or these six things I have to do, you can open up that task, that card, and then there's a little button that allows you to send it to the tray, which would be like if you were in corporate, you got your inbox, your tray of things you've got to work on. So what it does is it sends it to the bottom of your ClickUp window, and then you've got... Got your three things or your six things that you need to work on. That way you don't have to really go back into any of your folders or spaces or lists or anything like that. You've got your tasks lined up at the bottom. So if you have a question about that task or you need to go in and grab a link, it's literally right at the bottom of clickup. So you can just go in, open that task up, and then send it back to the tray and minimize it. When you're done with it for the day, you just mark it complete and it removes it from your tray. So I love that functionality so that I don't have to go back and forth and try and navigate where that task is or where that one piece of information might be. And the other part of that is within each task. Ask is the uh, capability to have comments within that thread with other people. And so I guess this would be another feature that I really like is within those comments, not only can you comment to a person or mention that person to be like, hey, where's the link for this? Or can we update that? Or anything that you might normally have talked about in Slack. But you also have the capability to upload attachments right in the comments. So if you wanted to say like, here's an example of what I'm looking for, and you can upload different types of attachments like PDFs, pictures, links to other documents, but you could also assign comments to people and so not only then are they mentioned but you've actually now assigned that to them so now that'll appear in their task list even though it's just a comment within something else you can assign that comment so that now they know they need to go back and actually click off the response to that comment because you've assigned it to them so that's another really great feature that I like that ClickUp has because that really eliminates the need to go back and forth in any other communication platform about what's going on within ClickUp and the third piece I guess that I would like. There's so many I'm trying to pick, but I guess I like the fact that they have not only the capability to use their pre-done templates, but the capability to create your own templates for everything. So that let's say you're doing client onboarding and you have a specific process you go through, you can create that as a template. And then every time you bring on a new client, you just have to go and load that list from the template and the entire thing will be loaded in, in there with all of the links and whatever else it is that you like. And along with that, ClickUp has the capability to share those templates publicly. So prior to that, Trello had that capability, but a lot of the other project management systems didn't have that capability. Well, as a director of operations, I have a network of other directors of operations and we constantly lean on each other to say, hey, I've got this new thing happening. I've never done a book launch before. I've never planned this type of event. Does anybody have you know, like a a plan or a template that we can kind of get started from? Well, now I have the capability to share those with the people in my network. Whereas I didn't have that before when I was trying to work in Asana, I'd have to go and try and download this CSV. And like, you know, it was a bit of a pain in the butt. Whereas now I can just very easily share that template for them to import directly into their ClickUp.
0: Very nice. And I know that was one of Kelly's favorite things about teamwork also that because we do a lot of the same things over and over and over again. So to have that template that you can just spin, and even if you're not sharing it with anybody, just the time that it saves is not having to recreate that will is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, in our community, you know, with the other director of operations, it's, it's such a such a supportive community that it's nice to be able to share these things.
2: And you know, you can make lead magnets now from that too, right? Because you have the capability to share it publicly, you can now create a lead magnet that is your event launch template, your how to write a book blueprint, right, all of these things that people can now directly put right into their ClickUp system. So it's no longer a PDF checklist, It's even more enticing now, because especially as the online space gets busier and more competitive, we're looking for that reason as to why would somebody really want mine versus anything else that's out there. And if all they have to do is click and it directly imports into their ClickUp, that is a huge bonus over going on Pinterest and downloading someone's PDF checklist as well, right? Because then you've got to go and put it into your project management system. And so that's another really, I don't know, I get excited about that about the possibilities of me to be able to create micro offers or lead magnets, or just even be able to include that as an option for any group program, I might have to be able to support people by saying, well, here, I'll just give you my template for that.
0: Right. So you mentioned about uh, being able to share that in a program or to clients or anything like that. So is it fairly simple for someone who doesn't isn't using ClickUp? Are they able to like import, I guess that would depend on what they're using. But
2: so if you're sharing it, a ClickUp template, it's going to import into ClickUp natively. That being said, you can export a lot of things into a CSV file, and then most project management systems will allow you to upload a CSV. However, if they are in ClickUp, even if they have just the free version, literally they click on the very long URL and a window pops up saying, which space do you want to put this in and which list do you want to put this in? And they type that in and click import. And it's, it's set up exactly as I exported it to them
0: huge. I I hadn't even thought about that perspective with uh, creating and selling templates than ClickUp. Uh, What's their support like? Training, support, How is that?
2: Oh my goodness. They, they have a lot of free trainings and trainings that you don't have to opt in for. So if you don't want to get on another list, they have a ton of free trainings. If you go to their website and I'll look up the actual link for you, Teresa, to put in the show notes, they have a whole list of past trainings that are housed on YouTube for you to figure out, you know, how to use it for setting up a CRM, how to get the basics of automation, click up for freelancers, click up for course creators, right? And each of those webinars is an hour long. So yes, you're going to have a whole ton of information, but if you you just have one specific element you need to look for, it's there. They also have documents. And then I had one billing issue with them. And the whole time I've been with them, and it was my own fault, I added a user and then they automatically bill you if you add a user to your paid account. And I meant to add them as a guest. And they got back to me within 24 hours and reversed the charge within 48. So I have found their customer support to be really, really great.
0: Nice. It's, uh, you know, you gotta love a company that's responsive. So you mentioned you have a paid account. So what are some of the differences between the paid and the free versions? And why did you choose to go over to the paid version?
2: Their free account is very robust. Like You will have access to the templates and all all kinds of things that you need on the free account. You know, you can add unlimited number of guests to your free account. But the reason I changed is because when you add all of those guests on the free account, you can't set permissions. So you can have them all on your account, but you can't regulate what they can see and what they can't see on the free account. So if you're using things for a combination of your business and different clients' businesses, you don't want one client to be able to see what's going on in the other client's business. And you probably don't want them knowing what's going on in the back end of your business. And so in order to be able to regulate who can see what, I needed the paid account. And they have two different levels of the paid account. And I... I went with their middle one, the lower of the two paid levels, which they call business Unlimited class. With the unlimited account, I get one guest per user. And so I have paid to have myself as a user and my virtual assistant as a user, which means both of us have full access to everything. And then with each user account, you get one guest account. So I can have two other people in there, two other clients, or what have you. The next level up is business class. And for every user, you get five guests. So that's the big distinction between those is the number of guests you can bring on into the space without having to be charged for another user. Also with their paid accounts, you have unlimited storage. So on the free account, you can upload attachments, like I said, images, you can upload anything you want, but you are limited by, I can't remember how what their capacity is. It's pretty high, but it's still, it's limited. Whereas on their paid plans, you don't have to worry about running out of that storage space. You can literally upgrade every podcast graphic that you have right in there, all of your social media graphics, anything that you might want to repurpose later on can be stored right in there because you do have that unlimited storage capacity.
0: All right, well, I don't know. See, that's one of the things I am definitely not in a fan of, and that's in any project management system, is storing your stuff in the project management tool. I believe, you know, I want it all in, I'm, I'm a Microsoft girl, so I want it all in my OneDrive. And I know a lot of people, you know, are uh, Google people. So it's keep it in your Google file, keep your files there and just put links in your project management system. So you can easily get to it. It's one more place that things can get lost. Mm
2: -hmm. So I, I agree with you when I set things up for my clients, when I do my ClickUp VIP days, and I set things up for them always in the notes section, I say link to Google Drive file link to Google Drive doc, because let's say I would ever switch from ClickUp to another project management system, I don't want everything to be tied to ClickUp. That being said, Teresa, like when you send me the graphics for this to go live, that will go directly in my project management software so that my assistant can make sure it gets uploaded, gets repurposed on social because like I'll share this when it goes out. But like a few months down the road, I might be looking to share somebody else's content again to kind of switch it up you know bring it to the forefront again if someone's asking me a lot of information about clickup i'll reshare this episode so that they get to hear about all the other systems as well i like having that right in clickup so that i can just repost that right i can add another due date for that to come up 6 months down the road to be reposted again and the graphics right there that being said i do always store them on my my google drive as well
0: another reason that i like a project management system that you can upload the files is because many times when you're work- working with clients whether it's- it's one or a 100, they typically need to get some documents to you, whether it's images, whatever it is, especially when you're onboarding. And So it's nice for them to have that place to just upload it there so that you can now put it where you need it to be. And sometimes a client would want you to be able to just give feedback on something, right? It's like, hey, I wrote this blog post, this is what I'm feeling, you know, what do you think or whatever it is that you know, we're giving feedback on. So it's nice to have that ability to upload those files. Now you mentioned that you set this up, you do VIP days, and you help people set up their ClickUp. What does that look like?
2: So I find that if someone is resistant to setting up a project management software or whatever, they're generally resistant for a couple of reasons. One, like you explained at the beginning is before you even dive into the system, they might not even know what their process, their workflow is what to even put in that system. And so part of what I do is we figure out what does need to go in this system for your business needs for your business goals for the team members that you have, right, all of that kind of piece. And I strategize with them for them to say, Okay, this is how I think it would best serve the uses that you're describing to me. And so there's a bit of strategy. Before we can even jump in and build this system as to how we want to map that out and how it's going to all flow together and what's going to go where and what makes most sense for their brain. And this is where I can find out, you know, are they creative that likes that board view? You know, is there some other way that their brain processes things? So I can really start to figure out how we're going to lay out that system to work for them. And then there's the actual setup part where I then dive in and I go through and I set up a bunch of stuff and I come back and we have a midway checkpoint where I talk to them at the middle of the day and I walk through some of the stuff that I've done and they can ask me questions or let me know if like, Oh, no, that's not quite what I was thinking. I was hoping to have a little bit more of this. And then I go away and I do a little bit more of that setup. And then at the end of the day, they can come on, they can bring on their assistant, they can bring on their whole team if they would like. And we do a walkthrough. This is your project management system. This is the hierarchy. This is where things are stored. This is how you can do this, that is all recorded for them. So they have that to keep forever and ever. And then what I do after we, we close down for the day, and we wrap up, I will usually do a couple of personal personalized videos just for them.
0: Oh my goodness. That just sounds fabulous because I know there are different reasons. Either I'm overwhelmed by it. I've got too much going on, I love a good VIP day when it's something that I really need in my business. And to be able to work with somebody in one day and be able to get that done is like, oh my gosh, and you just think, why didn't I do that sooner?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Because that's the thing, like you can go on YouTube, and I'm a firm believer of like their education out there is is for you, you can Google anything and you can find the answer to anything. But then comes the point of, okay, how do I translate that into my business? How do I make that work for me? And sometimes there's that blockage there of like, I see it. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) I see what's supposed to be happening. I see how they've done it, but I can't quite figure out what that looks like for my business. And that's where the strategy comes in. And if you know, and you have that clarity, go for it. Grab the YouTube video, set your system up. You don't need somebody to do it for you. But if you're that person that's struggling with I have no idea how to get this to work in my business. I love it. I see it. I see it working for other people. And I want that. That's the perfect person for the VIP day because they need the strategy along with that setup.
0: Because it does do so much. So I think, you know, that is one of the greatest assets that I could get from a VIP session with you is just that you understand how it all works together rather than piece by piece. All right, well, we're going to include all your information on your VIP days, a link to that You're going to get me that link for the uh, demo or the webinar page so that people can uh, check that out. Thanks so much for coming in and talking about this. Anytime, you know that. I'm so excited as you know, we're moving forward here with Growth Strategies Cafe to be able to provide a lot of these insights to help you run your business more smoothly. When it comes to teamwork project management, no one else comes to mind other than Kelly Reynolds from Reynolds OBM Agency. I'm inclined to think that she loves teamwork even more than I do. After business school and a decade spent on Wall Street, Kelly thought there had to be more to life than a terrible commute. Today, as the owner of the Reynolds OBM agency, she and her team help small businesses grow by getting their operations and finances in shape. She's also the host of the Sink Handle podcast, where she loves to dole out business advice with a dose of tough love while keeping this small business panic at bay. Let's talk teamwork. Hey, Kelly, thanks so much for jumping in here today to talk about project management systems. I know we have a love, both of us, for teamwork. So of course, when I was thinking about this, I'm like, oh, let's get Kelly on here so we can really get down on this. Let's talk about number one, what's your favorite thing, which I know the list is like long. But what, what are your favorite things about Teamwork? <laughs> well, hello, Teresa. It's great to be here.
3: My favorite, favorite thing are the templates. It runs my life. A lot of uh, service businesses operations, which we are, are doing recurring tasks each month. You can put together an entire template for that, hit a button, and then it fills in everything, assigns it to everyone on the day it's due. By far my favorite thing.
0: All right. And so are these templates that you're creating, or I know Teamwork has
3: templates of their own? Usually these are my own because I started a lot of these back in the day before they had these because I've been there forever. <laughs> I'm a very loyal teamwork fan. And yeah, they've, they've come in with project t- templates and things like that. But I have a ton of my own because I'm a nerd and I love that. <laughs> I love right. making these things.
0: <laughs> well, this is it. I, you and I are grandfathered into like the old, old mm-hmm. plan, which is nice. It's kind of unlimited <laughs> almost everything. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I feel like they're not they're starting to come up with some really cool things that I want to upgrade, though, because they're coming out with things that I like, they're, you know, they're cool. <laughs> they're like fun. And there's all these new things. Uh, so yeah, I may upgrade anyway.
0: Yeah, I've been looking at it. So total disclaimer, I I might be switching to ClickUp, which blows my mind. Ooh. And I know, right. And when I actually told uh, Kristen, who loves ClickUp, she was just like, what? What? <laughs> so I don't know. I it's I I'll, I'll report back on that later. I'm playing with it. They've definitely changed a lot from when they first started. So I'll give them that. But it's really overwhelming now. Back to teamwork. How has this changed your business? Like, what can people expect if they're out here looking for a project management system?
3: My favorite thing is. I mean, it runs my life. The best part about it is that it goes across projects, so you can run your whole team across projects at a glance. I can see what I have to do for the day, what my team has to do, what's late, what's on time, where we are in the project, if it's behind or whatever the thing is, it's so easy to see across everything across my whole team. I'm not going in to see who did what it's all there. I can create custom dashboards to see parts of my team and what they're doing. That has been the biggest help for my agency. I literally cannot imagine running my agency without it, trying to figure out lists and things and check every project to see what's going on. Just the overall management makes it so easy, so, so easy to see what's going on.
0: And that's what appealed to me in the very beginning was just the fact that I could run. I don't have an agency like you do. I guess we kind of had some form of that at some point, (laughs) but it just having multiple clients and Mm -hmm. have being able to have a project for each one. But just that when they added the dashboards, now you can do the custom dashboards. So it's nice to be able to see that. That's what appealed to me is that in the beginning was just that I can have a project just for this client, nothing's going to drop through the cracks or anything like that. And I really like that the whole communication and teamwork, we don't use Slack. So that's one of the big sticking points for me with ClickUp. Like I've got to figure that part out because I don't want to use Slack. I don't love Boxer. So so for me, the teamwork communication, everything is in there. We use the uh, teamwork chat, which is like Slack every day, all day. We communicate in there. We have clients in their own channels as well. Then just that everything gets emailed every time we create a project. There's a we create the custom email for that client. that's easy mm-hmm. for them to remember. I am never in my inbox. People will yeah. actually message me on Facebook or text me and say, "Hey, I sent you an email." And I'm like, "Oh,
3: that's right. I have an email." <laughs> I don't look there. <laughs> I don't go in there.
0: <laughs> right, and so these are like not clients, but people. And I'm like, "Oh, I don't. I forget about email." So, so nothing gets lost in there. And it's very easy Mm -hmm. for I think clients to get into that, like if they do hit me somewhere else, I'm like, Hey, would you just email that to your teamwork Mm -hmm. email so that I, I don't want to take a chance on that getting lost?
3: And especially right. if you have a team handling, like I have with the agency of their client facing, being able to have that place where the whole team can see that message. So yes. it's, I'm not the bottleneck. That's a big help.
0: Very much so. How has it changed your business? Oh, you know, obviously the whole managing of everything. Is there like one specific area that is just like, because they do keep coming up with new stuff. So anything with the new things that are just like, oh my gosh, great. That's, that's pretty awesome.
3: I am. Uh. What I love about teamwork is they're very loyal to their people and they ask constantly for feedback and you feel like you matter. Um, They have quarterly webinars that you can join with the CEO and various other big people there. And they tell you all about the new things and what's going on and they ask for feedback. Like they take questions right on those calls. And I think that's fantastic because you feel like you can really talk to them and say like, okay, we need this. And they really develop a lot of things from that. My favorite thing that they're about to put in this quarter is this kind of budgeting and billing. So I keep track of hours, client-facing projects and things like that. You can track all of the hours for all of your team right there. But now they're going to be putting in a billing and budgeting like costs. So like what you are billing the client for and then what you are paying for the labor and all of that kind of stuff. And then having that how your budget is because a lot of people when especially when they have a team they don't know how to charge and then pay people and still make any money. So that's going to be my favorite, I think, being able to see all of that without having to do a lot of math because people don't like numbers. <laughs> so I think it's going to be really great especially for teams to like figure out if you're making any money. Does not surprise me.
0: <laughs> Does not surprise me one bit that that is your favorite, Miss Miss Numbers.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I get that question a lot. You know, a lot of people coming to me about agency are asking me like, okay, how do I do this and not just take all the money I got in and pay it for someone else? Like figuring out that management of your budget is really important.
0: Well, especially that's one of the things that I learned pretty quickly when you have people at different levels that you're paying them. Like Mm -hmm. how do I figure out my, not that I charge an hourly rate, but you know, when we will estimate a project, you know, it's like, okay, what, how does that look when I'm paying somebody $25 an hour, somebody $65 an hour, somebody $40 an hour, So I think that'll be really helpful. So what level of business do you think teamwork is best for? Like who would be a good fit or not a good fit, do you think?
3: I used it by myself when I started because of the functionality there. I can understand why someone starting out would want something that was free and they do have a free plan. I haven't been in the free plan in a very long time. I I think it's probably more basic. Obviously, most of the free plans are, but I can't imagine starting someplace for free and then having to move when I got busy. Because by the time you've decided you're busy enough to move, it's too late you're already overwhelmed. And now you have to figure out how to get all the tasks into a new place. So the whole starting out and it's free thing is handy. But if you plan on growing a team, especially just get in there right now.
0: Yes, thank you for that. Because I have as I'm considering this, this change myself, because I've been in here now four years, I think for teamwork, it's definitely somewhere to start. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times just see if you like it. I tried Asana, which we talk about in another segment. But (laughs) I tried Asana, I tried ClickUp when it first came out. I tried different ones like my brain just didn't work like that. So I think yes. a lot of times it's that when you get into it and you kind of see, like, oh, okay. Because when I came to teamwork, which Sarah Noked was the one that uh, had introduced mm-hmm. me to that, and she's over at the Confident OBM, I was like, oh, my brain just went, ah. Oh. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Like it was, you, you, and you need to pick one that your brain likes. Like yes. Trello to me feels very unsure. Like, I, I don't know where all the cards are. I don't know where everything is. We're gonna miss something. Like it doesn't work for me. And Teamwork has the card thing. I don't use it. I like a nice list. I like to check things off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's the way my brain likes to be. So finding that thing. Other people are like, that's too much list for me. I, <laughs> right. I need some pretty pictures and things like that. So that's the biggest thing. Is how does your brain work?
0: Absolutely, because that's my brain. Just like it was such a relief. And mm-hmm. you know they've got boards in there. You have limited ones with the free version, but there's the. Board So if you need Mm -hmm. to see it like that, because sometimes we'll set those up for clients, like the clients see their board, so they just can go down through that Trello. I've dogged for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> since I've ever known of it as a project management system. And it's a, for me, it's a fabulous repository system. But then we've yeah. got Natalie Gingrich, who like runs her, you know, huge company on. I don't
3: get it. it. Like it, my brain doesn't allow that. <laughs> right.
0: So it is what works for you. Yeah. So, you know, getting in and trying some of them. I think I talked about this earlier, but it's sitting down first to figure out what it is. What do you want it to do? So you're starting out with some kind of plan. Because, I know for a lot of people with ClickUp, that's it. It's just like, it does so much. I don't even know where to start. So yeah. I think teamwork because of the visual, the list and all of that just makes it very easy to step through. And it's like, oh my goodness, we've got one for the team that just has like, this is what happens daily, the weekly, the monthly, the annually, the quarterly, and then we have the different projects. So easy to see. And there's so many things when you can click on somebody's task and just be like, oh, okay.
3: you like there's. I feel like there's just it's a higher level of uh, little things. Like you can have a recurring task on a, a, a ridiculous amount of different ways, like two days, four days, whatever, like all those things. You can have contingencies, you can have this, so like all this stuff so that when they do their work, it'll send you a notice that you have to do your work. All these little things that you think, I don't really need that, but it makes life so much easier, especially if you're working with other people on your team.
0: Yes, and as you begin to use it, you see new things like, oh yes, mm-hmm. that that's how we're gonna do that. So the other thing I like in teamwork is that the calendar for us, the business, owner, you know, the account owner, we have the calendar where we can see everything. And then we can assign and I've heard people talk about this as if it's a perk specifically for a certain platform. But in teamwork, you you can assign what the client sees and doesn't see. Like we have stuff like that. Oh, all yeah. throughout. Oh, yeah. We're-
3: like you can assign different levels of access to each team member. So if yes. you are the money person, you don't want the the contractors to see what's going on, the billing, any of it. You can literally check all these different boxes for access. And I think that's one of the best things because you don't sometimes want the client seeing the back end of things.
0: Well, absolutely. And even some of the ones that the clients are in, we just, you know, if we need to comment and communicate, we just limit the visibility to our company. Mm-hmm. So I love that. But the calendar, back to the calendar, I like that we can see that because our team goes in and puts in their time off and, you know, when they're unavailable and all of that. So we can see that Lisa and I, you know, who have the admin view get to see all of that. But even on the calendar, people only see what we want them to see. So Mm -hmm. I think there's so much functionality in there that either gets overlooked, people either don't know about it, or we just take it for granted, which I was Mm -hmm. taking a lot of this for granted, then I would see other people like saying, Oh, this is I love this about this. It's this great perk. And I'm like, yeah, teamwork does that.
3: Oh, doesn't everyone do that? Yeah, there's a lot of since I've been in there. I've tried a couple of the others. You get, you know, the shiny object, and you're like, all right, let's go see. And then I get there, I'm like, wait, you don't have any of this stuff, right? Then I go right back. (laughs) That's
0: it. And so that's why it's been so hard for me that it just, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay. So we talked about some of our favorite features. You touched on this about how with support, not necessarily support, but with the company, how they want to know and they invite us to these quarterly things. We know what's happening and they've added some other great things to it. There are other things that integrate now with teamwork. Like what is that? Not sheets. It's um, there are different things that now integrate, which I haven't used. I haven't felt a need to. Yeah, there's a ton of
3: stuff you can, like you can put questions. QuickBooks and an invoice from there, it'll link everything and drive and Dropbox and all that kind of stuff. You can link within the, the notebooks and the files and all that kind of stuff.
0: Right. And then they now have like support desk that if you wanted to add that on to have a support desk. So they have some nice add-ons too that really rounded out for large, I think for larger companies because we already yeah, have, they have a CRM that, yeah. of
3: spaces. Is that what you're talking about? Species, it's like, yes. there we go. It's like the, the kind of intranet of your company if you wanted to build out a whole thing. Yeah. The CRM, the chat, and then the mean... Thing and then desk. So yeah, if you have a customer service that you're helping a lot of people and you wanted to have like that ticketing, like desk ticketing kind of system, that can then integrate with all of your tasks as well.
0: In addition to just listening to and asking for input and everything else, how do you feel about their support, their customer support? Like oh my gosh, it's
3: insane. Like I will email them and not like asking a question of them. Like where is your thing? I'm like hey guys, I have this new client and I'm trying to set up something to see if I can give them access here and blah, 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 like whatever the scenario is. And I will say within an hour, I get a very nice person at Teamwork who explains how I could probably do that. Here's some documents that on how to do it. And then let me know if that's not what you meant and please let us know. And then I will talk to that person again if I have more questions. They are so helpful. They feel like you actually talk to someone at a company instead of just like a bot. It's incredible. And it's so it's very fast.
0: different. It's very different from contacting (laughs) Infusionsoft.
3: I have never done that, but I have never heard it gone well. So just just pulling that out of the air. It's great.
0: Yeah, I found that too. They're very responsive and they are just like basically, does that help or do you need more? Uh-huh. <laughs> right.
3: Which you is you not feel like, like they care about answering your question.
0: Right. It's not- like not just like, okay, answer that and get it out of my it's not like inbox zero is what they're shooting for. <laughs> right. You know, that's not the biggest motivator. Let's talk about cons because they all have them. What are your top cons about teamwork?
3: I think uh, it's going to be price we are grandfathered in to a much lower price. I think to start out, it is on the more expensive end. But I think it's got so many extra features that it's definitely worth it. It's where I would choose to spend my money if I was going to be looking at a whole bunch of things. And I think that I always want everything to integrate with everything. But I don't think that's really a con like you should do what you're really good at and be there. Right. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't need to tap dance in seven different places. Yes. You know what I mean? So I don't know that that's really a con. I think I just like things to talk to each other a little bit. I don't like the chat as much. I use Slack. We use chat for a while, it doesn't have threads. So if you want to answer someone's question, you just have to do this whole through run. And we it was very confusing to the whole thing. So we ended up using Slack instead, that would be the con there.
0: Okay, so we no, it does not do threads. What we've done with teamwork, uh, with teamwork chat is we have just created certain things that we know we talk about, because mm-hmm. we've worked together for a while now. So it's like, okay, these are the things. So I guess it's a workaround. And I've never thought about it that way. Because I am very much an advocate for if you have to create a bunch of workarounds, go find the thing that already works like that. Well,
3: that's right? that's pretty much so, what we did. When we went so Slack. You went
0: with Slack, <laughs> and yeah. so for, for us, it's it's really worked that way. I think my biggest con is notifications. Sometimes the notifications just don't happen, which is a pain in the ass. And as great as they are, nobody can explain like why it keeps happening. And it, you know, so what we've done then is we just check certain times of the day just in case. But that to me, like the amount of time that's that happens, it it does happen sporadically, but it doesn't happen all the time. So it's not a huge con because and the other thing I think, again, comes with the notifications is sometimes you'll click on a notification, and then it seemingly disappears, like go somewhere. And it's not that it takes you back to like the main screen. Again, that doesn't happen a lot. But it does happen from time to time. So for anybody who may be using it or trying it out, and you see that happen, just go to activity, recent activity it's there because I've seen people in different groups talk about that. And it's like, and then I just lose it. And it's like, no, you don't lose it. It's still there.
3: I don't even use notifications because it drives me crazy to get them. Like I'll turn Slack off for chunks of the day just because I can't handle the dinging anymore. So I am so programmed to just go to my activity or my dashboard that I don't even even get
0: them. (laughs) Okay. So it depends. I think for me, Lisa takes care of all that now, thank goodness, because it was blown up. And then I love too, that you can turn off the emails and some of those that you're not notified about everything. But that's the thing. So for anybody who's using it, or who may try it and runs into that just if If you click on something and it doesn't go to that comment or that task or whatever, just go to your activity. It's there. It hasn't really disappeared. Yeah. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for coming and chatting about teamwork today. I'm going to put all of your uh, information in the show notes. And I know you're working now. Well, you've had your agency now for quite a while. Mm -hmm. And everybody, I know when somebody says to me like, oh man, this agency, and I'm thinking about doing an agency. I'm like, "Go talk to Kelly. (laughs) <laughs> because I don't, it's just not my jam. Like I know it, but you live and breathe it and you are so good at it. And I love the, the way that you mentor people and that it's just everyday language. You know, it's just like, yeah, yeah like, that's I gonna work. And that's not gonna work. Yeah. <laughs>
3: A lot of people freak out and they're like, oh God, I couldn't do that. You know, like, and, and it kind of gets a bad rap, but I love it. Um, it's given me a ton of freedom. And after coaching in the director of operations certification on agency for a while, I started having people come to me like, I need help. I need to figure out if I want an agency or not. So now that's what I do on my own.
0: Yeah, I love that because it does get such a bad rap that mm-hmm. sometimes people are just like, yeah, I don't think I could do that. And it's like, no, really, you really can. <laughs> Kelly does a great job with it, especially if I'm talking with somebody who just has that way of bringing people together and seeing the big picture and we can't none of us can do it all so rather than having to refer somebody out it's like oh we can do this agency go talk to kelly so i know on your site you've got the one-on-one page we'll put that uh got all kinds of services <laughs> <laughs> but if anybody's interested in the agency and, and just even trying to see, I know you do a, a part where you just like, is it for me or is it not for me? You know, that's just the first exploring question. that. Yeah. yeah.
3: That's the first question I usually ask is do you really want an agency or do you want to do other work? Like if you're just unhappy in your work now, I talk a lot of people out of agency, frankly. <laughs>
0: well, and I think that's, that's
3: not really what they want. Right. And I
0: love that's what I love about you is just that honesty of it. It's like you don't have to just do it because I think it's great. It's like what's best for you. At the end of the day, it is. It's a lot of fun when you're doing what you love. Mm -hmm. And I know neither one of us want to see people get sucked into something that they think they should be doing. Oh, God, no. No. Like This
3: whole whole like building a business is hard, but it's like the best if you're picking the things you want to do. You just get stuck in doing something you don't like. You may as well be at corporate and get a paycheck. Absolutely.
0: All right, my friend. Well, we'll put all your information in there. And I hope that many people check you and your brilliance out because I hit you up every so often and I'm like, all right, let's (laughs) chat. Let's catch up. We need to figure out what's going on here.
3: Thank you. Have
0: fun. Thanks for being here. And you know, everybody you'll see or hear Kelly back. Again, we'll be talking about something because that's just the way it goes here.
3: We like to talk together. <laughs> yes. All Thank right, you Kelly. so much for having me. It was Absolutely. great. Absolutely. Take care.
0: Rounding out today's lineup of brilliant women is Courtney Wade, and she's the founder of First Turn Operations, where she geeks out on creating automated workflows for impact-driven businesses. Combining her skills as a military intelligence officer, project manager, and certified director of operations, Courtney uses her eye for details and natural tendency to optimize time and resources to help small businesses make a greater impact. Let's talk Trello. Courtney, thanks so much for being here to talk about Trello today. I know a lot of people are interested in it and just don't know where to start. So thanks so much for taking the time to be here. Yeah, thank you. Trello is one of my favorites. So I am excited to to talk about it. Which is why I thought of you when I thought, okay, we're doing four in this episode. We're doing Asana, Teamwork, ClickUp, and Trello. So I thought, oh, you and I were just talking about Trello and I know how much you like it. So I'm so glad you're here. Let's just jump in. You use Trello, right? For your business. I do. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I use it in some of the businesses that I've worked with as well. All right. So how has it changed your business? So that, you know, people that are listening, they're like, well, I don't even know how it's going to change things.
4: Yeah. You know, I think... The thing that I like best about Trello compared to all of the other project management systems is it's just not that complicated. It's just a perfect one to get started with. So if you have no project management at all, or the idea of project management really stresses you out, Trello is the perfect place to get started. It's easy. It's visual. Their free plan does most of the things somebody new to project management would want. And so it's really a good step up. If you are currently pencil and paper, sticky notes, Trello, in my opinion, is the easiest next step that you want to get organized, or you want to set your business up to bring in a team or virtual assistants. You want to go from that notebook on your desk that nobody else can see to something web-based where you can bring other people in to help you. And Trello is really game-changing for that.
0: All right. So that kind of hits, you know, who it's the best fit for. And I think Kelly and I may have been talking about that because there are some people who run very simple businesses, like you're saying, just start up. But then there's people like Natalie Gingrich over at, you know, the Ops Authority who runs her whole business on it. And I know she's starting to see, you know, a need to change but years for years. she's and been doing it and it's been great. So I think it has a life like that. I know for me personally, I've always kind of dog Trello. I'd be completely transparent. I know we
4: were talking about that. <laughs> so, it felt like I had Uh,
0: Right. You know, I think it's a great repository. And i like the visualness of it. Let's talk about your top three favorite features that people can put to use right away.
4: Yeah, absolutely. So I think project management in general, I am a huge supporter of the Kanban style flow. So I think that any project management tool that you use, the absolute essential setup is that it has to have some kind of to do doing done flow and you've got to be able to see tasks move through that flow. Um and where I see you know when I'm doing ops work for people where I see the biggest mistake people make in any project management system is setting things up in a way that's very static, where maybe their statuses are the type of project they're working on. Or big mistake I see a lot is like their statuses or their lists in Trello will be the person who the task is assigned to. And there's just nowhere for things to go. So you can't tell, okay, is someone working on this? Is it stuck? Is there a roadblock? Do I need to do something? And so I think Trello, because it doesn't have the complexity of views that you get with like Asana or especially with ClickUp, makes it really easy to set it up that way in that Kanban style. So you've got a board, which represents a process in your business. You've got lists, which represent the phases of that process. And then you have your cards, which represents the task. And it's super simple and it's easy to use. So I love that setup as feature number one. Probably the second thing I love most about it is the, the visual element of it and how you just drag and drop cards between lists. I think it's one, it reinforces that flow because you're like physically moving things. This is a podcast, so y'all can't see me waving my hands around, I guess. So I love that. I think it just naturally lends itself to, again, having you follow that setup. And then actually probably my third favorite feature is, so Trello has what's called power-ups, which are different tools and things that you can integrate into it. And this is maybe purely from an automation standpoint. But my absolute favorite one is the custom fields. So you can create like templated cards where you can have different information on them. So I use this a ton when I'm building automations where we have a custom field with a client's email address or a custom field with a client's phone number, whatever standard information that you want to have on a task,
0: you can do that in custom fields. And I'm glad you mentioned about the automations because I know that's really your zone of genius. And let's just talk about that for a minute. With Trello, what kind of automations would you set up?
4: Yeah, absolutely. So Trello has some native automation features. They have a thing called Butler where you can set up your own automations within Trello. I'm a huge fan of Zapier. So I set up all my automations in Zapier. Partially because, too, if you switch project management systems, you don't lose your workflows. You just have to go into Zapier and reconnect your tools. But actually, a project that I'm working on right now, is for a client who does pet sitting. And so we've got her customer journey laid out on the Trello board. And our lists, the different phases of that journey are, you know, a new client signs up and has to create their account, there is a uh, authorization document that has to go out for signature and be returned, there's a meet and greet that has to be scheduled with the pet sitter, they schedule their first service, they get a review, rec- like a Google review request from that service. And then we're going to do some touch points at three months, six months, nine months, one year. And so we have an automation. And so one of the things I love about Trello is its native Zapier integrations are fantastic. ClickUp is very difficult, does not have a lot of robust Zapier automations. You've actually got to use Integromat, which gets a little more codey and complicated, I think, for the non-tech person. And then Asana is just quirky. You can't, do te- you can't create templated tasks with automations. You can't trigger up of subtasks, which I think is very strange. But so I think Trello automation trigger and action-wise totally tops them all. Anyway, so this process, she has a Google form that she fills out for a new client, and we have an automation that automatically creates a Trello card based on that information from the Google form. And it's got, the card has the client's information. It's got their name and email address and the custom fields. And then it has some checklist items on it of the different subtasks that have to be done. When the client creates their account in this particular tool that she uses, an email comes in. We have an automation that triggers off that email and checks automatically checks off some of the checklist items. So that keeps her, what she was doing previously was she had to log into this proprietary pet sitting software and be like, oh, did Teresa. Teresa. Teresa add her pet's information. Did she activate her account? No, she didn't. Let me email her. We have another automation that when one of the particular checklist items is checked off, Zapier automatically moves the card to the next list in the next phase, which automatically sends the signature request from the tool that we're using. When that signature request is returned, an automation finds the card and moves it to the next list and attaches the signature request to the card. And then it adds another list of checklist items that says, Hey, client, you need to go schedule the meet and greet. And so the whole process works like that based on cards either being moved to lists based on you can do a lot of stuff based on due dates coming due. So I've created several like customer journey processes where Hey, Teresa's been a client of mine for two weeks, the trigger that card coming due because you set due dates on cards in Trello. Then it sends you a text message and says, Hey, Teresa, you've been a client for two weeks. How's everything going? Then the automation automatically updates the due date for another two weeks. And then it sends you a text Hey, Teresa, you've been a client for a month. You know, how's it going? You can automate ringless voicemails off of that. You can automate handwritten cards, emails, to do items for your team, all kinds of really great stuff based on those Trello triggers. <laughs> that got super nerdy automation wise.
0: Thank you for that so, because I think a lot of business owners, especially, you know, when they're in. In those early stages, not quite startup, but you know, as we start making money and we think, Oh my God, I wish there was a way that I didn't have to do all of this because how much time am I spending yeah. on it? So yeah, right. And they don't even know that the automations are possible. So thanks for pointing that yeah. out.
4: Yeah, yeah. And so Trello, really, when I'm working with clients on building some kind of automated pipeline, one of my clients writes custom songs, and we have his whole pipeline set up on Trello, does classes in-person and virtual classes. And we're setting him up a whole pipeline on Trello that sends the check-ins and, and does all kinds of stuff. So Trello is really, in my opinion, fantastic for anytime you want to see things moving through a process.
0: And I love that your brain works that way. So we'll definitely put your information. We'll definitely put your information in the show notes because people who your mind may be being blown right now that these automations are possible <laughs> so they can reach out okay. to you. You just light up. I mean, they can't see it. but it's you just my light favorite. up.
4: I know. I love it. <laughs> so nerdy.
0: So there's obviously the free and the paid versions. What are some of the differences and when should someone consider going from free to paid?
4: So I think the free version is super robust. Personally, the advantages of the paid version are you get more boards. So you're limited to 10 boards on the free version. So if you've got a lot of different processes you want to track, you would need to upgrade. Trello has, again, like I mentioned, what are called power-ups, which are basically integrations between Trello and other tools that you use. On your free plan, you only get one power-up. However, I think you can get away with not using a lot of the power ups again by using Zapier and there's some things actually I like better with Zapier like, for instance, there's a a recurring card power up that you can use in Trello, but you also can use Zapier's schedule feature and just automatically create a card on a certain timeline. So I think that saves you some of the trouble. The paid version allows you to make templates, which that's actually the only reason I upgraded to the paid version is because I've got some products that include Trello templates. So I had to upgrade for that. And then some of your security features. So if you've got guests that you only want to be on certain boards, like you only want them to be on two of your seven boards, you actually have to upgrade for that. But if it's you and a VA, or it's you and a couple team members, and the privacy of certain boards isn't a massive issue for you, um, then I think the free plan really works
0: great. All right. I think one of the things that's always been confusing to me with Trello is, like you're saying, you upgraded so that you could do certain things. It looked to me, and I could be totally off here. But it looked to me like I have to upgrade on each board. I don't just upgrade my whole Trello account. I don't have that capability in my whole Trello account.
4: No, it's done by workspaces. So like I have a business workspace that I pay for, but I also have like a personal workspace and I don't pay for that one. So all your boards related to a particular workspace will all get upgraded at once. Oh, that is one feature. That's what you and I were talking about. So one of the paid features actually that's pretty great is if you want to be able to assign checklist items to different people, you've got to be on their paid version. And I think that's when you were showing us that. That on your workshop, which was great, by the way, I loved it. Thanks. I think that was the, the problem that you encountered was trying to assign like a particular due date and person to a checklist
0: item. Yes. So when we're looking at workspace, you're saying if I upgrade a workspace, I can have unlimited boards in that workspace. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they just came out
4: with a new feature. I haven't played with it yet on the paid plan, which I think solves a major limitation with Trello. I have to look into it more. So I'm I may not be correct on this. One of, one of the big problems that I think with Trello where ClickUp, I think, wins is the ability to see data across your different boards. Um, like your Trello boards are very stovepiped. piped. Where, if you want to see what's happening, you have to really go into that board, which is what I love about ClickUp, where you've got the different lists and folders and spaces, and you've got your custom fields, and you can create really custom views of everything you want to see. But I do think Trello recently came out with a new paid feature, which gives you like a table of all the different tasks. And so you could see all your tasks across boards and your tasks of your different team members across boards. I haven't tried that personally to vouch
0: for it, but if it works well, then that's going to be game-changing for Trello in my opinion. Oh, good. For people who are especially new to project management that even start thinking in this direction, I think going in specifically to a, to a board to see that will just help, will help them start thinking in that direction and yeah, kind yeah. of understanding the process. Trello does not have the complexity that
4: ClickUp has or some of the other tools which I think sometimes can can be a negative. I think it's a benefit in that it it keeps you from getting sidetracked by all the things you could do or all the bells and whistles. Like if you are at a point where you need to develop good project management habits, Trello is the way to go.
0: Yeah, I think it's great for people starting out. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about a few cons because they all have them. What do you think are the downsides Mm -hmm. to Trello?
4: So again, my biggest complaint is that it's hard to see data across boards, things are very stovepiped. And I'm not sure how this new feature works, if it works well or not. I've heard kind of mixed reviews, but it's new. So so that actually I was working with a company. And that was one of the reasons that they switched, because it just got to the point where they had a lot of boards, and you couldn't see across them. and, And that just got a little bit too hard. Might really be it. That's actually really my big con with it. I mean, there's not a lot of different formats of the way that you can put data onto a board. So if you wanted to get really particular about the way things look, you really can't do that. Like with Asana, how you can have the list view or the board view or like ClickUp, how you can have list or board or timeline or calendar. There's some integrations you can get that'll make Gantt charts and put it in a calendar view. But I've always kind of found those a little bit tricky to work with. You know, I've just never really stuck with it. But I also found that I didn't really necessarily have the need for that. I think, you know, a lot of us want to say that we're really mature and we use Gantt views and sprint tracking and stuff like that. My experience has been the vast majority of small businesses that people like you and I work with don't. They say, well,
0: I want something to do that. And like,
4: let's do something first and then we'll grow into that.
0: Exactly. Because I think there is so many times it's like, I just need to make sure nothing's falling through the cracks. Right. Right. So a lot of us come yep. into that space as business owners. And that's that's our number one priority. I, I can't keep dropping the ball here. And that's yeah. where you may be a one woman show or you may have, you know, be bringing on that first VA, that first virtual assistant. And it's like, okay, we need to see all this stuff, which is why it needs to come off of the tablet on your desk or the notebook, and uh, be in a central place. All right, then. So how about training and customer support? What's that like?
4: Yeah, you know, I haven't interacted with them too much. Honestly, Trello is super simple. It is not like I mean, I've been trying to use ClickUp a little bit myself and with some clients. And I feel like all I ever do is Google like ClickUp, how do you create a templated task? Click up, how do you do dependencies? Click up, how do you do? Like, I mean, I'm in their help docs all the time. Trello's got some fairly robust help documents. They're organized really well. So anytime I have needed something, I've gone there. Um, but honestly, I've never had to contact Trello support because it's just not that complicated. So I can't vouch you know, for
0: them entirely. I think that you know, there are a lot of people just who are wanting to get started who are just having a big sigh of relief as they're listening to yeah, yeah. this segment. Right. <laughs> because It's like life in my business is complicated enough. I need something really, yep. really simple. So
4: I ran operations for a coaching company. I mean, we were a seven figure coaching company. We did everything off the free plan in Trello for quite a while. It's not just like your brand new it's just you by yourself. It'll serve your purpose for quite a while.
0: So let me ask you about that, because with the, when it comes to privacy, and you said they ran it off of the free version, can't just anybody, mm-hmm. I, it's difficult because of the way they're coded, I think. But if they just stumbled across one of your boards, they would just have access to your business.
4: No, you've got to invite people to the workspace. But privacy wise, like if someone is a member of our free workspace, they can see all of the boards. There's not a way to like, like if you and I were members on a board together, I can't hide certain cards from you, you see everything or you don't. If I'm the boss, and I'm going to put a task fire Teresa next week, I got to make sure it's not on, a (laughs) you know, it's not somewhere where you can see. So if that's something that is super important to you, again, the paid version allows you to set those permissions with a little bit more fidelity. And actually, it's one thing that ClickUp does really well. ClickUp has serious ways that you can customize, okay, a person can see this list, this list, this list, not this one, this task, this folder. Trello does not have that but if that's not a major concern. It wasn't a major concern for us. Right. And the businesses that I worked with. And you know, you can have a private board where you have your credit card information or your tax numbers or whatever, you know, whatever things like that.
0: And then of course, if you have your right hand, you can always invite them to that private board or mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, like I love All Natalie's right. Business Hub template that she has. I
0: think that's a free resource on her website. Nice. I know. I designed something very similar to that at CEO Central and Oh, perfect. Yeah, just having things right there at your fingertips, that's what I love yep. about Trello is just again for me, it's that repository, like as a repository. I'm like, fabulous. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. uh, So, templates, let's talk about that. Are there any, do they provide templates or is there, I've seen some billions.
4: Yeah. Trello itself makes some and then users can make some. So, that was one of the questions you asked me if there's any that are particularly useful and. You know, I haven't come across any. I I think because the setup is so simple, and I am just a huge fan of to do, doing, waiting on third party, done. I think almost every single process that the average business does can be broken into to do, doing, waiting on third party, done. I haven't had a great need for a lot of templates. There's some good like content calendar ones out there. I think that people are into. I've got a couple products. Oh, I've got one, and one in the works. One is an automated hiring process. And so I've got a templated Trello board for that. I'm doing a customer journey one that I'm working on right now. So I've got a templated journey for that. It's super simple. It's really just the names of the lists uh, is what the templates become. Not like ClickUp where you get these wildly complex templates with the buttons and the emojis <laughs> and the insanity and relationships. I don't even know what the heck I'm looking at.
0: Yeah. And now that I asked that, I remember I've checked out a few of the templates and I think that that's it. It is so easy to set up exactly what's going on in your head, yourself it might be for some people it might be great you know just again as an example or it just might get you that jumping off point right where it's just like Mm -hmm. oh okay so being able to Have something like that when you're starting out to be like, oh, okay. And then once you start using it and get the hang of it because it's already set up, then it's like, oh, okay. I think I can do this on my own now. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Courtney, thanks so much for coming today and talking about Trello. We're going to put your information in the show notes so that anybody who wants to get in on those automations can definitely talk with you about it. I got excited about it just (laughs) hearing you talking about it, and I'm like, okay, what can we go automate? I know. I love it so much.
4: (laughs) I've been really figuring at the business and operations and what do I want to do? And I always just come back to like, I love building Zaps. Just love it. It's my favorite. Good. And I love you. building Zaps with Trello because it is flexible and it is easy and it is understandable and it's my go-to.
0: All right. Well, we'll definitely put that in the uh, show notes and I'm sure we'll have you back sometime to talk specifically about automations. Yeah, would be great. Yeah, it. that's where we're at now. We're just talking about a lot of the different things we do in our business. What I realize is September will be 13 years that I've been wow. in the online space. So we're so close to so many of these things, even a few years in, You know, we just tend to take things for granted. And it's like, wait a yeah. minute, let's talk about these things so that people can really start getting other people's perspective. Because you go into a Facebook group and you know, we've talked about this with email marketing. What's what's the best email right. marketing program? Depends on what group you're asking, you know, and do right. you really and want not to-
4: MailChimp? The answer is always not MailChimp.
0: Exactly. But I think that's it is, do you really want to choose your project management system or your email marketing program or any part of your business just by like the popular vote in a Facebook group? Right, right. Probably not. So I'm like, let's just talk about these things. So I appreciate you being here and sharing your insights on this. You have a wonderful rest of the day. I'm sure we'll be in touch. Yeah, you too. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Growth Strategies Cafe podcast. If it resonated with you, be sure to share it on Facebook and tag me to let me know how you're using this info to grow your online business. And of course, you're always welcome in our free Facebook community, and you can get there by going to growthstrategiescafe.com forward slash Facebook. Hey, while you're at it, go ahead and invite a friend. We'd love to have you. I
3: do